Hi everyone, my name is Crystal Gaines Emery and I am the Editor-in-Chief of The Daily 49er. Today I will be reviewing the new album created by one of my favorite queer artists, Fletcher. The album is called Girl of My Dreams and it was released on September 16th. This album depicts Fletcher's experience moving forward from her last relationship and learning how to love herself. Girl of My Dreams has faced some controversy for track 4, but we'll get into that later. I will be reviewing my top songs from the 13-track album and why these songs have become so important to me, as well as reviewing the controversy and backlash track 4 has faced and why. This is Fletcher's first ever album. The first half of this album focuses on her heartbreak, and then the second half focuses on healing after her heartbreak, and I think it was extremely important for her to include both sides in this album because it shows that you can heal from a broken heart. This album started off extremely strong with the first track entitled Sting. Sting focuses on the pain Fletcher feels about the breakup with her ex-girlfriend, Shannon Beveridge. They broke up during COVID, but they remained living together and creating art together. Beveridge produced and filmed Fletcher's last EP that provided an insight into the relationship and why it had to end. After the EP was released, Beveridge began dating someone else. The entire album, Girl of My Dreams, is focused around the heartbreak Fletcher felt watching her ex move on with someone new. The song Sting expresses this heartbreak, as well as Fletcher's annoyance at the fact that she's still feeling heartbroken, which is an extremely relatable feeling. I know I can relate. Next on my top songs is track two, Guess We Lied. This song emotionally destroyed me because of the parallels to one of her first ever songs, If You're Gonna Lie. Guess We Lied takes the chorus of this song and repeats it, but then relates it to her last relationship and the lies they told each other about always being together. The first time I listened to it, I broke down in tears because of the rawness and the emotion she expressed. As a queer woman who has experienced a very similar situation of being in love with one of my close friends and then having it not work out, the lyrics from Guess We Lied were extremely impactful for me because of the familiarity and the memories of my own situation. We're not friends, no, we're not lovers, no, we're not enemies of each other, but any of them would be better than nothing, nothing. You got a new life in just six seasons. I only know you in bits and pieces. And I'm losing my head trying to hold on to something, something. The memories of my own situation were perfectly encapsulated in her lyrics. One of the reasons why I love Fletcher so much is because of her depictions of queer relationships. They are so honest and they're so vulnerable. And when she sings about her relationships with women, I'm finally able to relate to a love song. And that's pretty important to me. So even if the song is about heartbreak, at least I can finally relate. I also love the fact that she's always emotionally vulnerable and openly depicts lesbian love in an honest way. It makes me feel seen and it makes a lot of other queer women feel seen too. The next song is track 10, Girl of My Dreams, which portrays her past relationships and what she learned from them. She mentions her experience dating a man and loving him, but having this love feel different than her love for women which is a feeling many queer women are familiar with. I definitely am familiar with that, having feelings for men and then 
dating a woman for the first time and realizing sometimes the love definitely feels different. She then goes on to state that the heartbreaks she's faced have led her to a place of self-love, and in this song, she realizes that she is the girl of her own dreams, and the experiences she's had in her past relationships have made her the woman she needs to be. that this is a beautiful message for all people, not just queer women, because it promotes self-love before romantic love. I hope this song signifies a new era for Fletcher, an era of music about loving herself instead of just heartbreak. <laughs> I love my heartbreak songs as much as the next person, but it is refreshing to have a genuine song about learning to love yourself after a hard experience. Fletcher continues this new theme of putting herself first in the last song, track 13, entitled For Carrie. I actually heard this song before its release at one of her concerts, and I ended up crying because of how heartfelt it is. Fletcher's full name is Carrie Fletcher, so this song is essentially a love song to herself. In all of her music, she writes about other people and her love for other people, but in For Carrie, she finally writes a love song for herself. This is inspirational, and I thought it was a beautiful way to end the album on a light and heartwarming note. So I'll save Now into the controversy. Track four is entitled Becky's So Hot, and in this song, Fletcher expresses her attraction to her ex-girlfriend's new girl, whose name is actually Becky in real life. Although in interviews, Fletcher has stated that the name was a joke because of the trend on the internet a few years back referring to annoying young women as Becky, similarly to the trend of calling older women Karens, but many listeners are not convinced that she's not actually talking about Becky. Personally, I know she aimed that song at Becky Missal, Shannon Beveridge's new girlfriend, and that song made me extremely uncomfortable because of the way it sexualizes Becky's body. Fine, okay, I'll say I went and stalked her And I don't really blame you cause damn The waist, the hips, the faces is awkward Fletcher has since apologized, but she also stated that she received consent from Becky Missall and Shannon Beveridge before releasing the song, but neither of them have confirmed or denied. This song obviously came from a place of pain, seeing a person you thought of as your soulmate moving on with someone new is painful, and Fletcher expresses that pain openly in her music. However, I do believe that this song went too far. She could have easily used a different name. For example, Brittany, Bethany, Bailey? Betty? She didn't need to explicitly state her ex-girlfriend's new lover's name. 
Becky's So Hot has received lots of negative feedback, but Fletcher stands by the song and her whole album. Besides track four, I adored this album because it provides a much needed insight into the complexities of dealing with heartbreak. She's honest and open about loving other women and having the relationship not work out. And as a queer person, it's much harder to find music that isn't heteronormative that we can actually relate to. So I appreciate Fletcher and her continued effort to create meaningful queer art. In 2019, her EP helped me through my own first heartbreak. And now in 2022, I get to heal along with Fletcher from that same heartbreak. She is the voice I always needed to hear growing up, and I'm really glad that I have her now. But I'm also really glad that now we have a wider variety of queer artists singing about their experiences. Two honorable mentions from this album are Better Version, another song about heartbreak, but in a more detailed and explicit sense. I love this song. It is one of my favorite songs on this album. I'm obsessed with it. It's my top song from October. And then I Think I'm Growing, which is a song about growing from her painful experiences. And in this song, she talks about still feeling lost, but having the opportunity to learn from her pain. Overall, this is a highly impactful album and I highly recommend it to anyone in search of a queer artist who sings about love in its most vulnerable and open form. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to this episode and continue listening for more reviews of LGBTQ plus media. Happy October.